the legal issues surrounding the former president don't end there. His attorney in the E. Jean Carroll case, Alina Haba, who's been widely criticized for her poor performance as a courtroom attorney, has had to quickly backpedal after a major claim she made to appeal the more than $83 million jury award appears to be false. The New York Post had quoted her in an article on Monday alleging that the judge and Carroll's attorney knew each other very well from their days at a top law firm. So well, in fact, that they had a mentor-mentee relationship. This is news to us, Haba is quoted as saying. She then repeated this unfounded claim in a motion to the court. Now, Carol's attorney, Roberta Kaplan, fired back in a letter today saying, quote, as Ms. Haba well knows, these allegations are utterly baseless. And that, quote, needless to say, at no point have we ever had a mentor-type relationship as alleged by Ms. Haba. Hours later, Haba responded that the point of the letter was to, quote, to verify whether the information contained in the New York Post article is accurate. And she says she now considers the matter, quote, resolved. Joining me to talk about all these legal developments, David K. Johnson, an investigative reporter and author of The Big Cheat, How Donald Trump Fleeced American, Enriched Himself and His Family. Also, former federal prosecutor Jessica Roth, a professor at Cardoza School of Law. So, David, just to get your reaction for what we heard from Shane Goldmacher about the former president's approximately $50 million so far in legal fees, would he be able to afford those bills if it weren't for his PAC? I mean, if he wasn't running for president? Anderson, you hit the nail right on the head there. Remember, Donald used to tell us he was worth $10 billion. He should be rolling in money if that's the case. And evidently, he has to depend on begging for money from people. It was just announced a little bit ago by Reuters. They have an exclusive that um, a man named Bigelow, who owns uh, budget hotels and an aerospace company, is giving Donald a million dollars to help with his legal bills. Uh, if you had $10 billion, this wouldn't be a big deal. But if you don't have $10 billion, you just claim it. That's a whole other story. Jessica, I'm wondering what your just reaction is to this Alina Haba blunder going after Eugene Carroll's attorney. Yeah, it was a blunder, and she was correct to withdraw the issue. Um, it was not a conflict of interest. Um, she should have done more investigation, frankly, of the facts about any relationship. She, that to they put had. it in an actual motion yeah. seems kind of crazy, no? Well, or she, sloppy. Certainly, it was sloppy, um, and. If they even had had a sort of a mentor relationship 30 years ago, that frankly would not have been the basis for a conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. um, it turns out factually they did not. So she should have done the factual investigation before raising it with the court. She should have done the legal investigation to be clear, she, which would have told her that this was not something that rose to the level of conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. um, and so frankly, it was a baseless issue. I'm glad to see that Roberta Kaplan pushed back forcefully in her own letter and that Alina Haba, perhaps actually uncharacteristically, was a bit chastened mm. and said, I'm not going to pursue the issue. And David, I mean, does it surprise you that the Trump legal team was still trying to find a way to go after Eugene Carroll's legal team and the judge after that big award? No, and this probably isn't the last time they'll try to do something. Uh, it's very clear that uh, Donald's lawyers do as instructed, not what the law says they should do, not what I teach my students at Syracuse Law to do, but what he wants done. And so there's going to be more probably of this, if not from Ms. Haba, than from other lawyers in the future. Because Donald, of course, thinks this is all illegitimate. He is not accountable to anybody and certainly not to a federal judge or a jury. Goodness. Jessica, there's also obviously the, the looming damages in the New York civil fraud trial, which could we could learn about this tomorrow. We don't know if that timeline will hold up because the judge had said by the end of the month he should right. have an answer. That would be by tomorrow. Right. So, I mean, the... 
the penalties are adding up. So we know between the two E.G. and Carroll verdicts, I think it's about $88 million if you put the two verdicts together. The attorney Which general, you think will hold up on appeal? I do. I mean, there's some chance that it would get knocked down, especially the punitive damages, to mm. a certain degree. But it's hard to imagine that it would get knocked down all that significantly. I think we're still talking about tens of millions of dollars. Mm. The attorney general is asking for $370 in the New York civil case. $370 um, million. $70 million, excuse me. <laughs> $370 million in disgorgement of essentially ill-gotten gains, plus the penalties of him losing the ability to do business in New York State. That would have a profound impact in terms of his earning potential in the future and his ability to borrow money. So at some point, all of these penalties and consequences are going to impact him financially. I assume, though, in the civil fraud case, I mean, he has the ability to appeal. He does have the ability to appeal, but he has to be aware of the possibility that he's going to have to pay mm -hmm. that large, if it is, in fact, a large amount at some point, and has to be cognizant of that, as well as the ability, if he, in fact, loses the ability to do business in New York State. I think that's a profound economic consequence as well as whatever the money money penalty is. David, I mean, what could the impact of this civil fraud uh, case be? Well, I think we can expect that Judge Ngoran will renew his order removing Donald's business licenses. We call them certificates in New York. So that Donald, as Jessica pointed out, can't do business in New York. He's going to have to uh, change the ownership of those properties. Uh, he's probably going to have to uh, sell some properties, and it may be done through the monitor to come up with the necessary cash. And of course, a sale under these circumstances is not going to be at the highest price. It's going to be much closer to a fire sale price for any of his assets. Furthermore, from the document we just got from the court monitor, former Judge Barbara Jones, it's very clear that, as I've been saying for years, there's a lot you don't see in Trump's financial statements that raise questions about reality versus fiction, uh, as we just saw with the uh, supposed relationship between the judge and uh, uh, Roberta Kaplan that didn't exist. So uh, I, uh, this is going to be very revealing about uh, how much of a house of cards Donald's finances are. David K. Johnson, appreciate it. Jessica Roth as well. One more.